Hello and welcome back to Podcasting is Praxis. I'm David and my pronouns are he and him. I'm James and my pronouns are they and them. I'm Jamie, my pronouns are he and him. I'm Rob and mine are also he and him. I'm Alistair, my pronouns are also he and him. Rob, you, you said you had um Yeah You said you had a, a special plan for this. I did. I mean, I've been waiting to talk about to get around to talking this for a while, but uh, I want to talk about uh, John Deere this evening. Hey, everyone. Hello, Sidon. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's not about tractors tonight at all. I've been doing some reading. We both have been doing some reading. <laughs> now, hang on a minute here. No, 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 no. I did not consent. I did not consent. No, you can't do this to me. No. No! <laughs> uh, it's good to be back. It's good. If to you be want back. some other good news, James, the um, the the idea that I've got a really hard out that I need to be away for and stuff, just to get you on time for a guest. That's all. We can be here for hours doing this tonight. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh, just like David, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> David Robinson and fuck all I, I forgot, I've forgotten a pizza for your sake right now. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like, You've forgotten a pizza, but you did have what's it? So really, had. who can say if that's bad or not? Yeah, I, who's I, to I say? Am, I am dying under campaign stress right now, and I'm like, right, okay, <laughs> we've got a simple recording about tractors tonight and the labour dispute there. That'll be fine. I'll just um I'll I'll I know David's got a David's got a hard out. We need to start right on time, so I'll just I'll push things aside and we'll be okay. And I can I can allocate this chunk of time, like you know, an hour and a half solid in out boom done. And you drop sinning on me. Oh yes, real? you motherfucker. The, um... Oh yes. So we have a book to read. That why the sink was so late, was it? <laughs> yes, like, yes, that's why that's why yeah. there was such a wind up time because I had to give the signal to Sidon for how yeah, many yeah, seconds. I, it, was, it was way too much coordination for me to realistically approve of it, but you know, it worked perfectly, so oh, Alistair Alistair Jamie, we don't have to take this. We I'm don't have you to do. take this abuse. You can go on strike. <laughs> Industrial action. I don't give a shit. No, I'm, no, gonna, no, I'm no. gonna strike a pizza straight into the fucking oven right now, and that's how mad I am. <laughs> what are they? What are they gonna read? The fucking Necronomicon? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> almost, almost. <laughs> You're almost correct. Near, yeah. near enough as is. <laughs> ja- Jamie, just like you can read from the book if you want. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> fine, why don't you? Why don't you introduce the book that we're reading then? Yeah, yeah, sure. Sit in. Do you want to? Do you want me to, or do you? Do you want to? You, you go ahead because you've definitely written more notes about it than me. Because I gave up like fifty percent of the way through. Just trying <laughs> That's to such a good scene. <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I was like, I can't. I, I, to be clear, I'm like, I'm a tiny bit ill, and I was like, I can't fucking cope with this shit and my job. I battled so, my fucking like... way through the Rona to read this shit. So fuck you. This is yeah. uh, well, I'm, this I'm is a, like, look, here's the thing. Rob, I'm a baby Robin Sinner going like, actual full sicko mode just to yeah. do, just to. <laughs> Do insurgency on the podcasting is practice podcast. This is me looking out the window and seeing like plague of locusts, the sun being covered by a red sky, Sinan not being able to finish the cursed tome he's about to read no, to I us. These are no, all I, signs be, and portents. To be clear, I finished the book. I just didn't write notes on it. I gave up and just started bookmarking pages with this fucked <laughs> up shit. Yeah. So. See, now me, on the other hand, I wrote 19 pages. Yeah, you did. I, uh, I've seen the document and I was like, oh. oh. 
Uh, I feel underprepared uh, for this. What? <laughs> that is a record even for Rob. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it was very necessary because I. Do you know what? Do you know what? When I remember, I remember. You never remember being at school and you say to someone, "Oh, how how much did you write for that like piece of homework or whatever?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, I wrote like four pages," and and you're like, oh, "What?" <laughs> That's how I feel right fucking now. Yeah, I'm into the biscuits. If we're, <laughs> if, we're break, if we're breaking all the rules tonight, like let's go. <laughs> well, I mean, so like have no more what's it. I mean, look, this is my last recording before I fuck off on holiday. So, like, a, I couldn't leave you, you know, with a talk about tractors. Though we may do that at a future episode. Uh, you know, so consider this my parting shot. MP Jamie, yes, you are allowed <laughs> to bring in biscuits since it's the last day. <laughs> Are you, is this uh when you say parting shot is this you like you're doing a crime then leaving the country before you can face repercussions for it, it, it is that rob, what is, is? rob is crop dusting us with a terrible book <laughs> <laughs> rob rob knows fine well that this podcast only functions when we're like, a, like below a certain health level um you know with psychic damage applied so if rob does this he gets to fuck off for six weeks and the podcast oh, right. can continue okay. okay so rob is inflicting the scarlet rot on us to do damage over time and is then just noping out of the boss room yes sure. exactly what? you know, exactly. I, you know what, i'm glad we managed to find a way that you would be able to pass that yes well, I mean, <laughs> speaking yeah, hey, of the speaking of does any of that mean <laughs> speaking of the scarlet rot shall i introduce tonight's book reading because i thought Oh, what yes. we need now, more than ever, like, we try to stay out of the culture war stuff, but I figure that tonight we needed to read something really thought-provoking and interesting from a man who's really with it and on the time. Oh, so, no. Sid and I have read oh, no. uh, Ben Elton's Identity Crisis. No. <laughs> <laughs> I have to confess, I didn't know who Ben Elton was. Oh. I, I assumed it was a bald white guy, and it turned out I was right. So it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah, like I've got an instinct for these things, it turns out. I can remember when Ben Elton was the counterculture. That's how old yes. I am. <laughs> yeah, I mean if you uh if you think uh, like if you're wondering who Ben Elton is, uh he did stuff for like Blackadder, I think, um and some other things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Blackadder, the young ones, that sort of yeah. shit. Yeah. And then the Queen musical and the yes. thin blue line. Oh, oh thin blue line, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what's this book about? <clears throat> uh, this well, book, that's oh. a good question because the plot was difficult to follow in amongst <laughs> a lot of complaining. Um, uh, this yeah, book I've, is- read, I've read, um, I've read a couple of his novels. Have you really? <laughs> I was at, I, yeah, I was a I'm teenager and I was drunk at a, a fucking really shit house party and as it was winding down... There were like Ben en- Ben Elton novels on the bookshelf, and I was like, didn't know Ben Elton had written novels, so I sat and read them while I was coming down <laughs> at like four in the morning. That's probably the only time I would tolerate reading this again, to be mm. honest. They were, they were. He's not a good writer. No, he's not. No, he's really not. He's really not. I feel. I feel. I feel like uh, busting out a Ben Elton novel is a great way to clear out a house party that's winding down. <laughs> much, yeah. much, much like breaking out a fucking acoustic guitar or some shit. It's just like, yeah, now this uh, this shit's over. Let's all go home, everybody. <laughs> uh, so yeah, essentially, Ben Elton has written a uh, a scorching comedy novel. Um, Essentially about, I mean, the book's called Identity Crisis, so it's all Wait, about- Wait, I have to time out here. Wait, it was a comedy novel? <laughs> are, you, are you sure about that? Like... Uh, I mean, I think the Telegraph called it very funny, as did the Times. Uh, so that's that's how you know, that's, that's oh. the arbiters of comedy. 
Oh, so I misunderstood this. I thought this was serious. Like, <laughs> completely misunderstood what this was about because there's no jokes in it. <laughs> like, well, there are a lot of jokes if you're essentially you are an out-of-touch white man um, and good friend of history's greatest monster, Stephen Fry. Um, uh, so <laughs> <laughs> there is that. Uh, essentially, nominally, it is about a... The, the book opens with a murder, proceeds from there. It's set in a dystopian Britain where there are referendums going on and people are very upset about identities and genders in particular and it's all very high comedy uh, it's is this is this it's just is this uh, like is this is this pronouns did brexit yeah the novel <laughs> yes uh -huh. near yeah. enough as is that's pretty much it yeah <sighs> i mean cool. if you if you want a thesis summary let me read you a little bit uh this is from i don't know somewhere later in the book um Mick's right about that, Janine admitted. One of the Bake Off judges has just tweeted she needs police protection because she marked down a popular hazelnut meringue roulade. Damn, what? shocking stuff. Sounds good. I want a roulade now. <sighs> is it just me? Is a roulade sound like a fucking like ferry, ferry ride? A merry... Fuck's sake. <laughs> Fate I'm ride. The, yeah, I, I agree 100%. It does sound like that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'll be honest, ferry I don't know what that is. It's, a, right. it's, a, it's quite like a fairy-go-round, I hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's as much as you're getting now. I'll yeah. rename the chat. A fairy-go-round <laughs> <laughs> is what you do in support of the NHS, I believe. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh. so very briefly, let me give you a cast of characters. Um, there is Detective Chief Inspector Michael Matlock. Yes, in yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> what was that? Matlock. Yeah. Uh, let me let me read let me read you his uh, description from the book itself. Uh, Mike, Detective Inspector Michael Matlock, the craggy-faced fifty-something, still lean, still sharp, still rock and roll. People said he was a bit I've like... i still got it, baby! Exactly. <laughs> People said he was a bit like The Edge from U2, but that was probably only because of... <laughs> oh, not, not The Edge from WWE. Yeah. <laughs> Two different edges to be from which you should cut yourself up. <laughs> Fucking hell. The double-edged sword of types of guy. I mean, throughout the book, he does keep referring to, like, cool music of his era and not none of the young whippersnappers who work for him understand him. Like, he keeps referencing the Smiths and they just look at him like he's a cunt. And I'm just like, yeah, all right. <laughs> we used to listen to the Smiths, which was the style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think what there's, there's, there was. I remember seeing, my mom was watching some sitcom. It might have been Birds of a Feather. Mm -hmm. And they're like two of the characters like introduced their teenage like fucking like I don't know if it's children or nephews or some shit. And this lad and lass immediately started talking about like fucking who their favorite guitarist was. And this was like in the the uh, well, this must have been like the late nineties. I saw this, and they immediately like these these two fucking like school children. Their favorite guitarists were Slash and The Edge. <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh, <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so let me read you just to make sure you sympathize uh, with uh, is Detective Michael Matlock. Let me read you another snip. This is about his past. This is 
just so you know where and he's no, I, I want to stress this is just a character this is not the voice of Ben Elton at all there's a very distinct no. difference between these two mm-hmm. when Detective Matlock was young back in the 80s he'd been pretty politically motivated anti-establishment even mm-hmm. he joined the police because <laughs> he thought it would be a good base for having a stab at, at, at politics even after he decided he liked being a copper no no I haven't even uh, even after he decided he liked being a copper, he still considered himself a bit of a radical. As a young constable, policing... Yeah, I mean, that's not... That those two are not mutually exclusive things. Yeah, it's true. But... As a young constable, policing the poll tax riot had been a conflicting experience for him. <laughs> because he basically agreed with the protesters. But now... Oh. But wow. now, now, exclamation mark, things had gone so far to the right that the status quo had to be defended, exclamation mark. Uh-huh. <laughs> <sighs> I'm just picturing, that, anyway. picturing a guy at the, like, at the poll tax riots with like a, do you know what I mean, a riot shield and a baton, but a shirt that says music band. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that being a, being a young radical and being in the police are really not incompatible. The problem is that it's a uh, young radical on the right wing end of the spectrum tends to yeah. fucking overlap. <laughs> it's the it's the anti-establishment end of it. Just anti-establishment. But I would I joined the police to get into politics. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the most anti-establishment thing I can fucking think of. Cracking. Well done. Yeah. Uh, the second main character is Malika Rajput, who is a very, again, much like the last book we read with Senan, is a very sexy Middle Eastern woman. Uh, this time... For, mm-hmm. This keeps uh, happening. She is a genius coder uh, working for a company called Communication Sandwich, but much more later. Shirt coming soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Right. When Malika had first begun to demonstrate her extraordinary mathematical powers, uh, her mother and father had worried it might lead to her turning out dowdy and bookish, but she'd grown into a glamorous young woman, hair and makeup, always perfect, oh, stylish. Good, good to know that she's hot and horny. Great. Yeah. Cool. Mm. That's <laughs> what uh, She is also a massive fucking Tory, by the way, but the good kind. Like... The hot one. Oh. Yes. Hot, dead. Right. Yeah, dead. <laughs> 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 It's bald a ghost story, actually, everyone. I forgot to mention that. <laughs> bald white cis men be normal challenge 2022. Fucking hell. Difficulty impossible, I'm afraid. Uh, there's also Haley, who is a no-nonsense modern wave producer on Love Island, which I is still I genuinely running. thought you said no-nonce there for a second. No-nonce is going to be relevant later. <laughs> this, uh... This character is not a nonce, I say in the first line as I introduce them. As I introduce my author insert, this character, not a nonce. (laughs) Not going to diddle your kids. Um, I like to put not a nonce on my CV just so everyone's absolutely clear. (laughs) Right, so in the last, I don't know, I don't even know if she counts as a main character, but I'm naming her anyway because she's so annoying, is we have Kate, the gender-sensitive pathologist, uh, who hangs around in the morgue and constantly uh, checks uh, Matlock's pronouns. Not the corollary to that being gender insensitive. No, gender sensitive. She's very like... No, no, but... The- she, yeah. Matlock is not with the times, and Kate is Kate the pathologist is constantly around to make sure his pronouns are in tip-top shape. 
Guys, uh, can so, I get a hazard pay for this as the no, only non-cis no, person on the fucking... No, sorry. No, no but we don't have a mechanism for that. You can introduce it at the next co-op meeting. Great. Right. So, essentially, the book opens uh, in, in, in the most exciting and dramatic way as things can possibly do, and that is with a uh, detective inspector doing a press conference about a murder that's just happened. Um he gets it wrong because this is essentially the book is very sensitive and people constantly keep misunderstanding the good-hearted Mr. Matlock because he doesn't get his verbiage right essentially so he says he essentially he says is, the woman Rob, who was Rob, murdered are you trying was to say, Rob are you trying to say to me that the plot of this book is that the plot would have been easily resolved if everyone wasn't taking so much offence at this uh Softly spoken man getting fucking genders wrong or whatever. Uh, th that and hashtags, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah, a lot of hashtags. Also, I want to draw attention to this line. Uh, you just had to admit you were going bald, which I think the author might have to do. Because <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Um, so, yeah, Matlock Matt essentially says something like, um, the woman was in the wrong place at the wrong time, which is then... Either put into or taken out of context, depending on your flavor, uh, to mean that he means that women are not allowed to be out anywhere, and he gets a massive stick of shit for it on the television, uh, and then on Twitter, of course, because it's all about the hashtags. Because the Met and like the Met commissioners specifically are in this book completely guided by hashtags on Twitter, as they definitely are in life <laughs> right now. That's I mean, it, what's funny is that what is funny though is that if um, that same sort of ac you know like accusation had been leveled at politicians and journalists, then he would not be very fucking far off the mark because <laughs> we know how how fucking broken brain the social media, specifically Twitter, has made those people. But the fucking cops, yeah, mm, okay, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not just have like a fucking the the fucking state <laughs> violence arm of the government just obey hashtags? Yeah. Fuck it, why not? Right, so we end introduced to we then introduced to uh, Malika, who works, as I said, for a company called Communication Sandwich, which I'm sure is very funny mm. to somebody somewhere. Um, which is, and she is explaining to her mother her job because obviously the people reading this book don't understand algorithms, so that has to be explained through a conversation uh and essentially the way she explains it and the company name is algorithms are the filling in the sandwiches where the two slices of bread are the problem and the solution what <laughs> yes. uh -huh. god i forgot has that this, has, i erased that from my memory jesus <laughs> this, this this man has never seen a pdf in his life <laughs> that all this man's pdfs are upside down yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, it's not even a good fucking analogy like who has two different types of bread on the same sandwich <laughs> I mean there is a toast sandwich David uh, oh do you know what actually he is that kind of bald old British guy that like a toast sandwich he's like yes that's that's the thing the uh, children no, should have more of these it's uh, it's Mark at a peep show yeah. so one slice oh. one slice for main and one for dessert that's it fuck <laughs> 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 uh, cracked it yeah so um and she is working now, she's working on algorithms, but she's working on political campaigning, hint, hint. Um, and mm. she's working on activating voters with a specific profile. Let me read you their profile. 
My algorithm looks for clues. With men, I'd be looking for someone who's a bit nostalgic and retro, loves a curry but also enjoys old-school English food, maybe has a bit of a war and history thing, buys books on Churchill, plays historical <laughs> battle games online, nostalgic for the music of his youth, that sort of thing. Not really a real racist, but someone who's just feeling a bit out of place. Someone who might respond to dog whistle posts hinting at the disappearance of English culture. I've got news so, for what that is. A racist. Well, I was actually going to say a fucking paradox game enthusiast, but yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. It's the same thing, really. <laughs> no, that's just basically confirmed to us that Ben Elton absolutely plays Hearts of Iron 4, but yeah. only as very specific nations. Ben Elton, face me in this Hearts of Iron dojo. <laughs> you coward. So I'd like to see him square up to the fucking Politburo. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, so then we get into like some scene setting uh, where like people are getting very upset because a a very strongly feminist sort of revisionist historian is now claiming that there were women and minorities at which battle at at the Battle of Eddington in eight seventy eight, and claimed that King Alfred was actually a girl, which upsets both Matlock and also a guy behind his computer screen who then does very angry posts. Uh, with the hashtag proud meninists and that tend that <laughs> proceeds to go viral oh big time viral God. so I, can we talk about the guy's name uh, yeah we like, can definitely wotan Orkslayer. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah <laughs> yeah because this is it's it's Britain in the 21st century so like not only is his real name not really relevant uh, uh spoiler alert he later dies and in the morgue like Kate the correct pathologist calls him Wotan because that's how he would prefer to be named you see it's funny like that <laughs> I I will just say Wotan definitely has a fucking Odell tattoo on oh yeah like, there's, <laughs> there's no way a guy calling himself like old English for Odin is like is not done that uh, so then we're introduced to the other main plot strand, uh, apart from the murder, of course, and that is the England Out campaign, because in this fun, alternate, whack universe, England is doing a referendum whether or not it wants to remain part of the United Kingdom instead of leaving... Oh, fuck, yes. I, I've long supported this, actually, as an official policy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Out, of, out of the UK and into the sea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, this is preceded by a truly sparkling conversation uh, in the car where Matlock calls anal sex wild and kinky, uh, and he he thinks that porn has desensitized two generations, but his sidekick, sadly, Clegg, is a lesbian, so she doesn't do anal, uh, but his other sidekick, what? Barry Taylor, is just embarrassed by the conversation. It's really good. Oh, it's yeah. riveting Oh, yeah, there's stuff. an Officer Baz, yeah. I yeah. feel oh, like yeah. we should mention oh. Officer Sorry. Baz. Is a lesbian that doesn't do anal. Like, oh, man, this, was this is written by a hell of a cis white guy. <laughs> like, every, like, I, I cannot describe the number of lesbian friends I know who are all about the butt stuff. So, like, sure, dude, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, like I said, this is the bit where the English independence thing gets introduced, uh, where the female PM, who is definitely not Theresa May, uh, tries to assuage mm. the right wing in her party, but it's going very badly. Um, because the Bunter uh, uh, and three other heavyweights have lent their support to the England Out campaign. Their, f their names are, and see if you can work out who they are just from the names, Bunter Jolly, Guppy Toad, and Plantagenet Greased Hog. What? what? <laughs> 
Oh, for fuck's sake, Rob. <laughs> what the, yeah, who do you reckon they are, though? Boris <laughs> Johnson, Michael Gove, and fucking... Tweedle fucking idiot. What's his name? Reese Morgan. Morgan. Jacob Reese Morgan. Morgan. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> just right. do a fucking spoonerism. Just, just... <laughs> yeah. It's a time tried method. Like, Re- we know that Make works. a Reese jog. <laughs> Uh, so yeah like I have to remind you they're still in the car and all we've done is a press conference so far but then um, they had they did uh, the press conference in the car (laughs) yeah it was a drive-in press conference (laughs) drive-by press conference Um, (laughs) if only uh, so there's like there's like a truly like half-wit discussion about the nature of referendums and whether you can leave any political decisions up to the mob according to uh, Inspector Matlock Oh. A woke mob. That is, that is what this book is about, to be fair. That I is exactly. Th- this, this is like FBP, the novel, isn't it? It is, yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the, uh, let me quote you again, <laughs> little line. Uh, the Germans ban referendums in their constitution, Matlock said. Do you know why? Because Hitler found them a useful tool. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and I, famously, that was the only thing like stopping him from becoming powerful. We know this. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, he was he was never appointed chancellor by anyone. That yeah, did, no. he was appointed by referendum. No, yes. no president of Germany ever appointed him chancellor. That's how that no. worked. And this this is how Rob's ended up actually broadcasting this from the um, race commissariat of Switzerland. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so all, all I could think of when you said that is, do you hear that, Nicola? Do you hear that, you little Hitler? What in your referendum? Just fucking hell. Just, it is very funny to me that to a man, the, the fucking, you know, as Jamie points out, FPP, FBP-brained idiot just absolutely detests the idea of democracy in all forms yeah it is very oh, no funny. no no not all forms a second referendum is fine yeah, <laughs> yeah a referendum to uh, vote on the thing that was already voted on yep i mean they just their soul is they hate anyone other than them and those who serve their interests having power that's it the rest of it is just all gymnastics either i love to gymnastics um... to to hide them from themselves or like you know rhetorical gymnastics to hide it from you i love to save scum democracy (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you joke right but didn't there was this whole movement of um can't we just go back to how it was right before the referendum yeah 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 yeah. When, when when england was good and britain was good and there were definitely no riots the year before no. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there were the London independence riots. That that definitely happened. I remember that. <laughs> does, it actually, does the book actually have that in it? No, son, sadly it does not. Oh, um, that, that would have been fucking incredible. Right, oh, so we get another okay. sparkling interlude that generates another uh, uh, hashtag that goes inexplicably viral. Uh, hashtag don't book beds. Don't book beds from bigots. That's a very good hashtag, which this, naturally... This guy doesn't understand how hashtags work. No, it's he so, does not. Like, this is the thing. Like, I couldn't follow this plot because, one, the chapters are short, and two, every other chapter is a new fucking hashtag. Yes. I mean, <laughs> he absolutely understands FBP hashtags, though. Yeah. <laughs> if he'd right. only wrote this book a little bit later, then he could have just had each hashtag, um, you know, for each chapter, just quite simple to follow by being hashtag Johnson out 16, hashtag Johnson out 17. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, right, so we switch perspective back again to uh, Malika, the sexy uh, and exotic computer programmer. Uh, she discovers uh, that communication sandwich, I am going to be saying that for a while, uh, that communication sandwich is working for England Out, exclamation mark, run by Tommy Spoon and Xavier Aaron. I'm going to leave you to guess who those mm. are. Oh, fuck off. <sighs> right, anyway, yeah, carry on. <laughs> um, and we meet her boss, uh, Julian, Julian Carter, uh, and she's got a bit of a crush on him. Julian Carter was a bit of a Hugh Grant type with a dash of Bill Nye, very attractive in his slightly disheveled way. His glasses look NHS black plastic but from, from the 60s, but they were, of course, eye-wateringly expensive, super hip Calvin Kleins. And it turns out that Communication Sandwich and Malika are push are behind hashtag proud meninists, so they are the ones generating all the content through bots. And it turns out they're not above using date illegal data sourcing and gathering. Uh, and they have access to all these computers and Facebook accounts and bots. Oh no. Did Russia do it? Oh god damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say? Let's find out during the course of the course of this exciting novel. Um, <laughs> no, what, what Rus- was, I'm pretty confident saying Russia did it. <laughs> Just gonna take the rest of the night off, to be honest. Like, what's the what's the, what's the extremely tedious fucking name that they give uh, Vladimir Putin in, in this? Oh, he's still called Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but what? But so. Ugh. Excuse me. Ah, uh, but Russia's yeah. actually called the Soviet Union, so it all balances <laughs> Yeah, out. it balances out. Like, <laughs> Vladimir doesn't have standing to sue you in London for yeah. libel, so that's, that's literally what, what it is. <laughs> yeah. you know this is. This is, this is reminding me of that He's not just a in, shit novelist, uh, he's an abject fucking coward as well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is reminding me of the fucking end of the third Has Fallen film, where uh, Morgan Freeman is in amongst all the fucking um, world leaders in uh, uh, the UN. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like yeah, like fucking yeah. Why not? What? Just some of them are real, some of them are like fake world leaders. Whatever. Yeah, sure. Uh, some of them have the disembodied hand of Donald Trump holding them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point, we're like I don't know about fifteen percent into the plot, and I have to remind you the detectives are still in the car. Um, and they're talking oh. about Love Island now. Uh, the reason why we're- what are they? What are they? Um, what are they listening to on the stereo in the car? Uh, they're listening to the radio because they have to yeah LBC essentially they have to listen to something to argue about it so it can become plot relevant later on uh-huh. oh I love that um, I mean at least oh, this wow. has been an accurate reflection of what cops do so I, I <laughs> love, it does have that going for it I love to be such a good writer that like when I'm writing a novel I have to use that <laughs> trick that the screenwriters use where they have a TV on in the background explaining <laughs> something that's plot relevant because you can't like fucking like just write that write out about it in the fucking like book do you know what I mean yeah absolute fucking dipshit like Jamie you're not allowed you've got to show not tell you're not allowed to do exposition in your book right that's how, what that means right that's what every bad novelist thinks yes. it means right right so um we are, they're talking about Love Island now, and Love Island is like the one thing that still everybody in the UK watches. That's like the water cooler television. So the pro-Remain England campaign decides to make its logo match Love Island, because then they'll hitch a ride on their popularity and win the referendum. To be entirely fair, this is exactly as fucking shit as the real Remain yeah. campaign. Like, yeah. he has, he, he, but he has actually pretty much nailed one of the major problems with this. 
This is, may that, be that the shit. only like realistic thing in it is that their descriptions of the Remain campaign make them out as the imbeciles they so clearly were. Yeah. Like, well, that's okay because politically they failed, therefore they're useless and deserve to be like, you know, fucked on essentially. That's how this works. Right. So we write yeah. in the. Is uh, Jeremy Corbyn in this? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's meant. I mean, like, to be is fair, he? there is. Well, yeah, there's a description of the leader of the opposition. Oh, yeah. That, um,. The, well, I can read the passage because I highlighted it, and I'm like, um, the leader of the opposition was tying himself in knots to explain that his party's referendum policy was that England should remain part of the UK while not being too fervent about it. Now, uh... let me make this absolutely clear, the hapless leader burbled. We totally believe in the United Kingdom, but that does not mean we do not respect the abso- absolutely the aspirations of self-determination felt so strongly in all parts of our great nation. I mean, that would actually make sense for a leader. He clearly means this to be something bad. But that actually makes sense. His, yeah. It's, yeah. It would be insane to be like, actually, all of your political desires are invalid and scream at them for, for two, three years. Because that went yeah, great in real life. Two or three years, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the job of opposition and the job of leadership in full is just to say Scotland and Wales get fucked, right? That's how it works, yeah? Yeah, that's, so, what, my, uh, that's what my video on Britain, Britain abolition is going to say at the end, basically. So, Fantastic! Look yeah. forward to it. <laughs> Just sit and telling different parts of the UK to fuck off. <laughs> it might end up being that, but I have to be nice to some parts of the UK because I might interview people from them. So, Cornwall get fucked, Wales get fucked, Scotland get fucked. Just like yeah. him going through it. Right, all. we're almost right, it set, it... Scotland get fucked. We're, we are almost 20% into this book, and the detectives have just gotten out of the car. Um, hey! Yeah. They uh, did it. And we arrive at the morgue, wherein uh, young modern whippersnapper Kate the Pathologist, um, in a hilarious bit, calls the corpse a survivor rather than a victim, because the word victim is disempowering, and she's correct with the wording. You see, you see the fun oh, there? Oh, fuck off. Do you know what it is, yeah. As dreadful as this is... One of the fucking Ben Elton novels I read as a kid, well, as a teenager, uh, had a disabled character who was almost exclusively referred to with an ableist slur, but it was fine because he didn't mind. Oh, so, like, okay. this is not going to be the worst Ben Elton novel I've ever heard of. It's also not the worst Ben Elton bit, because following this right after, there's an extended discussion about the nature and the meaning of consent, whether or not anal sex can ever be raped, yay or nay. I won't what? read it up. Excuse me. What? Yeah, I don't even. Yeah. It's, it's too. I'm not horrible. even gonna. I'm not even gonna approach that one because it's fucking horrible. Like, yeah. Are they genuine? Well, hang on. Are they genuinely arguing about like? Sorry. Wh- whether anal sex can ever be raped. No. Whether or not it no. can actually ever give full. It's something to do with consent. I don't. I, so whether, I blacked whether... this passage out of my brain because I couldn't fucking handle yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's going to be some old fucking sodomy law type shit. Yeah, oh yeah, there you God. go. This only yeah. becomes more relevant when it turns out that the victim, and this is the stunning plot twist to end the chapter, that the victim is trans. Yeah. Oh, okay. There it is. I'm out. It fucking is. It was fun. Have, have a good one, guys. Enjoy the rest of the evening. See you later. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No. <laughs> no, they'll be back. <laughs> they'll be back. I yeah. would have understood if you cut at this point, but uh, yeah. So we're back to uh, a another person who I won't bother introducing because they end up dying later. Um, and oh, spoilers. It, it, we, Jesus. We, we get to develop another plot line 
uh, where uh, he's playing a, he's playing Samuel Pepys, if you know who he is, uh, who's essentially, I think he's 17th century, he wrote a diary, which is essentially the only description of London we have, in which he also specifically and particularly writes about how he likes to fill up his serving maids in a very pleasant way. Um, hmm. Uh, and his performance is interrupted by the same radical historian who made King Alfred a woman because she now says that Pepys is a rapist and the show shouldn't be done now Pepys by all modern standards was a rapist so I don't know make of that what you will but that's that's that bit of plot I won't go too much into it I I feel like the title of the chapter is important here (laughs) oh yeah go on the title of the chapter is they'll make flirting illegal next these days, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it, oh. it really is staggering that when when you reach a certain level of fame in the UK, uh, you know, like uh, colonists have this as well, and so and so do like a load of com- load of other comedians. That you can just write any old shit. I mean, like I joke about our podcast being the podcast where we just come on and air our personal beeves, <laughs> but these these fuckers actually make like. Insane a, a living, yeah. Insane amounts of money. Just saying, and and one more thing. I don't like all these pronouns that they're going on about now. Uh, it's, <laughs> <laughs> right. So there's another incredibly tedious repeat of the previous chapter, essentially, where Matlock is no longer allowed to say that the victim being transsexual is interesting or case relevant, because then the Kate, the pronoun correct pathologist, starts going after him for using the wrong words. Uh, and, you know, using the word woman where he shouldn't... You, you could paint this picture by yourself. Whoa. I don't need to do this for I, you. Uh... Matlock sucked hard on at his suite. Jesus, why did everything have to be so tricky these days? It was a minefield. Got it like a cigarette. And you don't have to think that that in itself is a feature of interest, he asked. So, like, you're not allowed You're not allowed to say that anything's interesting anymore because everybody's... In this universe, everybody's genuinely deathly afraid of a hashtag going up around them because that will destroy them in, in an instant. Ah, ah, okay. Uh-huh. Has anyone tried to cancel Ings? <laughs> they keep trying, but they keep hitching their horse to Love Island and then some other bits that keep uh, collecting. Yeah, why, why don't they just do a hashtag on Twitter, though? Because that seems to fix everything or make things worse. Who's to say? Yeah, no one knows. <laughs> Fucking uh, hell. Yeah, so essentially Matlock is then called back to Scotland Yard uh, because they want to reopen Operation U-Tree, but about Samuel Pepys, the guy from the 18th century. Because... Fuck off. Because the is he... Met- what? Yeah. Yeah. The Met got owned online and therefore has to do whatever the mob tells them. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. how it works. That's how it works. In this I world, mean- we would be running the country. I'm not even kidding. We would be able to decide the course of the country. Every time every time the Met gets ratio, they have to release one person that they've imprisoned. That's right. That, that's the law now in real life. So, um, listeners, co-ratio the Met. Sinan getting stopped by the police, whipping out his phone and just holding up a tweet. Boot just the hashtag symbol there as a warning. Yeah. <clears throat> just flashing a badge that just says this you and the police yeah. just yeah. 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 authorized poster. Like, <laughs> that makes me a really funny badge. <laughs> you melt idea. Yeah. Yeah, so we get like there's another bit in the Love Island studio uh where one of the contestants 
tweets hashtag not okay because she got a kiss that she perceived as being against her will and that hashtag not okay is also um being um uh boosted and everybody's now talking about whether or not kissing without consent is actually cool and banter and the way the english should do it and then the yeah the way the english should do because like oh, team england the, out yeah. is using it as like look it's just banter and you know uh, kissing people you know it's just bans and that's what england's about yeah, yeah i remember that stage of the country. brexit campaign where like nigel farage was given his, his opinion on literally every single fucking thing in life and that's what the campaign was really about yeah meanwhile what? another very interesting plot development in the studio Haley, our fearless producer uh, let me just read a little bit just to see just to get a bit more of this good writing uh, Haley snapped she'd always hated how so many white white private school kids in the media spoke in a sort of grime influenced Jafakin but now it was oh fuck off <laughs> Christ this, oh. is the, this is the whitest man alive <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh-huh. He is he is he is the white man from which every every other white man is hewn, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just getting yeah. angry at this. That's a sad thing. It's like it's not even funny to me. I constantly fucking say that I am I am a default sentence motherfucker. But like, <laughs> holy shit, this guy. What the fuck? This guy he's one he's one of those he's one of those like comedians where he was like he was like, oh he was edgy and like fucking yeah. countercultural in the eighties. And then Thatcher left office, and he just didn't know what to do with himself. Exactly. And it was like, I guess I'll write musicals with Andrew Lloyd Webber now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> he also composed a, a song, I think, for uh, George Bush II's inauguration. Yes. Oh my yes, he did. God, I did not know that. Yeah, he did, yeah. Uh, um, and he was challenged on it. And rather than him say, I think, oh, what was it? It was along the lines of... It wasn't about um, celebrating George Bush. It was about celebrating the president of the United States. This <laughs> <laughs> is the president of the United States. All though. presidents matter. Yes. <laughs> and you can't see me, but I'm saluting the flag while making a huge jerk-off motion here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, David, it's not about voting Keir Starmer. It's about celebrating Labour. Um... <laughs> oh my god I saw that beef today I saw that oh, beef I had to, I had yeah. to stay well clear of it because otherwise I would never have like right. logged off today with a real black person in the room a white employee <laughs> trying to sound cool talking black might lay herself open to a charge of cultural appropriation for which the company the enabler might be liable uh-huh. Uh, there's a lot of problems in there. Okay. Yeah. Um, that is that is a lot to unpack in such a short. This is like this is the depleted uranium rounds <laughs> of like fucking compressed issues you're firing at us here, Rob. Because this is dense. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. Um. Uh, but we'll be drawn any percent. All right, swiftly speeding back to uh, Detective Matlock, who's managed to again do a press conference, be in a car be insulting to most people in the universe in a morgue and is now back at HQ because, you know, this is a detective novel. He's an um, efficient guy, really. Yeah. That's the thing I actually admire about the character. Very efficient at offending as many people as possible. But his mm. online heat, his hashtag has, like, down, died down because hashtag not okay, hashtag remember them, and hashtag don't book beds from bigots uh, have taken his place mm. in, like, the Twitter sphere now. Um, I, do you know... Uh, do you know do you know what run feels like a bit of an undercurrent here? As though like, 
Uh, ben Elton has a problem with things like the Me Too hashtag, which, granted, is not in- necessarily instrumental in rooting out all, like, misogyny within, you know, society, but, like, is at least something where women felt like they were able to say, this is one of the horrible things that's happened to me, and that I'm, I, we are all, like, in this together as as women in, in, in various industries. No, that is that is too far. Women have been given too much power. They must ban well, yeah, women have, and hashtags. Ha, ha, yeah, have you considered that perhaps that's just a bit inconvenient? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so like this, this uh, again, the, the assistant commissioner of the Met is under pressure to not let the Met's new feel-good profile be ruined by any suspicion that London's coffers, uh, coppers considered the transsexual victim any, any different from any other victim. Again, that is the Met um, we know and love. A posting on is the... This, when was this every, 2019, every James. Oh. Does, it, does, he, does he refer to... Trans people as transsexual every single fucking time. Most of the time, yes. Uh, but yeah. except when Is he's making this- big comedy hours out of pronouns like Zay and Z and uh yeah. does, oh, it, does the oh, term he does neo pronouns, yeah. Can I uh, can <clears throat> I check does, does the term transgender get used by other characters? Uh yes, um, but none of them in a complimentary yeah. way, let's put it mildly. E- yeah, uh, yeah. It is not right. It is not said in the normal way. So is he basically he uses the word transsexual when like just freely throughout the book and then uses transgender in a mocking way, right? In, it, not completely correct? like like Matlock, who is just generally can he Matlock is is perceived as a good guy who wants to do right but kind of fumbles the pronouns and just in the simple f- fumbling gets immediately condemned by the hysterical young generations who only tweet and look at their phone instead of listening to the Smiths <laughs> and you two. So does anyone say it's transgender? Does anyone actually um, say that? I, I, I don't remember. I don't think so. I, I'll have a quick because I'm just I'm just trying to decide how much of a cunt the author is. <laughs> okay, He's an so enormous is- cunt. Yeah, enormous cunt. I'm just trying to see. They do refer to the victim as a transgender in the narration, like. Okay, that's not so bad then. Yeah. yeah. Wait, hang on. A transgender is it? Is it written as? Uh, yeah, a um, transgender. N- nah. Yeah, that. Yeah. I, I actually, yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fuck him. Right. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> A post on the Stonewall site had made grim reading for the Met uh, and Janine from the press office and the media department. In the increasingly complex landscape of identity politics, the Home Office and the Met had made the wrong call. The police were now officially tone deaf and on the wrong side of history. I mean, yes. this was ever that. Yeah, was it like, they're just the cops, man. Yeah, but this is bad now. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, on the other side, uh, like Team England Out is using the death of a trans woman and identity politics against staying in because it shows that the latte swillers and the transsexuals are coming for your <laughs> English identity. Um, and oh, everybody yeah, knows this because of the hashtags. Yeah, lattes yeah, are a lattes big Yeah, lattes are a whole fucking thing. Yeah. Has my, has my man ever stepped foot in a costa? I mean, for fuck's sake. <laughs> only frothy coffees. Only Smith. the best of... Yeah, mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, back we go to the communication 
off sandwich office um where slimy boss julian tells malika to boost yet another hashtag uh about someone being murdered and he hints that he knows about this hashtag through what he calls the fishing fleet so now we're into the communication sandwich fishing fleet which is a thing I, that you know what I'd, i would love to see like deep sea trawler fisher tweets because that sounds like it'd be some of the coolest fucking yeah. shit ever. But the reason they're calling it the fishing fleet, you get it, is because they're trawling. They're trawling in both sense mm-hmm. of of the word. <laughs> if you if you if you'd said to me that this book was written for people who say troll like troll, like I would absolutely oh, yep. have fucking yeah, hundred yep. percent, yeah. That's exactly who it's written for. <laughs> we'll get Let's to the see. troll chapters soon. Yeah. Um, and in the end, Malika, our, our very sexy, uh, but also Tory, uh, swarthy foreigner, uh, but also English person, uh, decides to go on a dirty weekend in Switzerland with her boss, Julian, something which obviously cannot possibly go wrong. Uh, yeah. They're completely fine. Uh, this is the next chapter introduces a turf uh, who is clearly a, a send up of Jermaine Greer. Uh, mm-hmm. And the chapter is called To to Z or Not To Z. And I will leave it there because it is too gross yeah, and essentially yeah. a point for point repeat of turf ideology. Uh, like, yeah, it is basically a manifesto. Yeah. Like, for years, it's... you have been asking, who is not Jermaine Greer? <laughs> I am not Jermaine Greer. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, essentially, um, there's another fight. There's more hashtags, more hashtags. And in the meantime, the whole atmosphere in Britain gets more febrile and more people argue with each other over ID poll. Um, and also, uh, we get a specific chapter where there's, he describes a fictional, fictional victim of Harvey Weinstein and then proceeds to put words in her mouth, which is just really very classy. Um, really classy yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, let's see, we have the fuck that we, uh, yeah. So, communication, the communication sandwich fishing fleet, again, a thing, is stoking more and more outrage. Yet again, he note, Detective Matlock noted that real people on real streets seemed pretty much the same as ever, while online the nation appeared to be degenerating into a viral tribal bloodbath. Who were these people? You see, we just, could all just get along, if not for the tweets. Just... Well, I, I'm surprised he didn't suggest ending online anonymity at this point, because that that's usually their go-to for this. Maybe yeah. maybe he's just actually plumping for. Maybe he got owned so badly online that he actually just wants rid of Twitter, which like is a position I can almost like fully agree with. Yeah, <laughs> like I honestly think that's it. I feel like this is a guy who can't tweet and is very mad about the fact he can't tweet. He is. That's what quite very mad. Like. Yes. Um. Yeah, he's pretty angry. <laughs> Come out as we go through. Uh, so yeah, let's. Uh... Sorry, one second. The dog is uh, distracting. Hi, dog. Hello Hi. to the dog. Love the dog. What's his actual name, by the way, Rob? Ben Elton. Ben I'm holding up. I'm holding him for a moment. He needs some attention. No, his oh. actual name is Gino. Hi, Gino. Hi, hello, oh. little boy. Hi. Uh, anyway, <clears throat> switching back into the uh, ravaging plotline. So I'm, I'm looking at some of the fucking reviews this book has on Goodreads, and this five-star review is fucking killing me. Congratulations, this is another brilliant Ben Elton book. It has ten murders. It is side-splitting funny. Set just before the 27... 27- <laughs> 
2017 referendum, this about political correctness gone insane. This about <laughs> transsex- transgender sexual sir, the new word. This a world gone mad. This a murder <laughs> book with fucking twists. So twisted you go, go, you go bananas to go get it. Don't be in wrong place at wrong time. This book was my top book, top book capitalized of 2019. One of us wrote you- that. One of us wrote that. <laughs> I'm sorry. One of us wrote that. I can't. I didn't know Charlie Kelly had a, a Goodreads account. <laughs> and so do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm, I'm skipping past a whole bunch of plot because otherwise we'll be here forever and it's just not that interesting. Uh, but in the yeah, meantime, uh, Sexy Malika and Boss Julian are on their way to Switzerland in a private plane. You're going to love Le Canard Charmant, he said. The foie gras is like melted butter. You don't mind cruel food, do you? Of course not. Your lot slipped, slit sheep's throats in the back garden, don't they? Kidding, obvs, <laughs> but really. What the fuck? Kidding, yeah. obvs. No, no, wait for the kicker. Kidding, obvs, but really, the foie gras is sensational. Oh. I, I love to drop a racism and then be like, ha, but seriously, though, the food's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we call negging. What the fuck? I, si- I simply would not be racist to someone I'm trying to bang. That's just- <laughs> well, that-, that being said, I did once bang someone who did phrenology on me, so who's to say whether I'm going <laughs> on that or not? What, like, at the time, or? No, 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 like, okay, I'm not going to tell, maybe I will tell the story. So, I'm in Manchester. No, no, wait, they, they were from Manchester, and I was um several drinks deep. And uh, she was like, you know, I think from your skull shape, you might be Turkish. (laughs) 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 One of the most incredible shots that I've ever seen anyone take. And And I think from your pickup line, you read The Spectator? Yeah. She was like, my age? This is the fucking scary thing. Like, bear in mind, I'm like 19 at the time. We go, uh, see, the thing is, we go back to my place and actually before anything happened, she's like, wait a minute, you're Turkish. How come you can drink alcohol? I was like, oh, don't worry about it. You know, <laughs> don't worry about that right now. <laughs> you know? Oh, incredible. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> like, that's an anecdote I don't think I've told I've, before in full anyway. <laughs> so. I've, got, I've got to admit, Sinan, your origin story absolutely conforms to what I'd expect, given your posting style. It's like, it's... Uh, it's a, it's a posting style forged from experience in the real world. It was too unbelievable. I had to retreat to the online because of stuff like that. Uh, were you like, I like? Sorry, I need to I need to unpack this a little. Were you uh, were you like self conscious about your skull shape for a while after that sort of thing? Did you catch yourself like looking in the mirror, going, "What is a Turkish skull anyway?" I did do that a little bit. I was like, "Huh, I wonder what that was." What gave me away? <laughs> Just taking a hammer to your skull to just kind of like you know, even it out a bit, make it harder. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but the, like Malika is is very turned on by these uh, these bands. Um, so Julian is telling her how like the companies is really more evil than than she thought it was, uh, but like because they just do social media stirring, uh, and she did. She loved it. It was secret. It was wicked. It was almost industrial espionage. Julianne had clearly told uh, enjoyed telling her this stuff, and she enjoyed being told. They were a team now, him in his perfect dinner jacket, her in a seriously fabulous dress, dining at the billionaire's restaurant, drinking champagne. <laughs> we love we love a good dinner jacket, don't we? 
I do, but uh, that's a different conversation. Um, and drifting towards having sex in a suite that overlooked Lake Geneva, she was a freaking Bond girl. So, you know, she's very empowered. She's a Tory-empowered, badass, sexy... Girl boss. Computer girl. girl boss hours. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm so tired of yeah. these girl bosses. I, uh, <laughs> Wait until the book that I'm going to read for when Rob comes back. Yeah. Um, when are you back, Rob? Right. So, <laughs> so, so we're back on the car. Dutchman killed in in strange yachting accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am. As long as I'm on this podcast, I am not getting into a small plane or a helicopter. That's one thing I know for sure. Um, <laughs> or a car. <laughs> <laughs> right. They sit. Time for another riveting conversation in the car between the uh, Matlocks to assistants. Uh, they see the billboard that says English don't want to pay for Scottish healthcare anymore. I reckon okay. it's true, said Taylor. True, 400 quid. Why would all those English MPs vote to spend that much extra on the Scots? It defies logic. It's a bribe so that the Scots vote for independence. But they do that anyway once a year, and they never get quite enough votes to get through with it. That's because they're canny jobs. Once a jo- year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the yearly referendum. Yeah. I love the idea that alongside the local elections... Like, we have an annual referendum for whether Scotland's oh, independent or like, not. When this was written, there had been more work done to lay the foundations for a second Brexit referendum than there had been a second Scottish one. Fuck off. I think you'll find, David, that he is an SNP voter because he too believes that voting SNP is in fact the same as voting for Scottish independence. Oh, well, I mean, that that's functionally true. Like, so... Right, so in the meantime, uh, canny Love Island producer reinvents Love Island, um, and instead of having, like, only heterosexuals on it, they invite, like, all the sexual preferences and gender preferences, etc. They invite every sexual preference, (laughs) do they? (laughs) Yep. Love Island is Love Island is is dead, Haley shouted. Long live Rainbow Island. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, I hate rainbow. Yeah, hate yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there's a whole conversation now between Bunter, Jolie, uh, Guppy, Toad, and uh, the Greased Hog. Um, I who- hear these fucking Gre- names. Just Greased fucking ho- hell. Greased Hog is such a good name. <laughs> it should be a username <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and apparently, uh, uh, Guppy Toad, i.e., Michael Gove, uh, his his line of having had enough of experts was expertly undone by the papers of by having someone following him around for a morning and seeing that he went to like a dentist and a doctor and a wine merchant and then asking him if you don't like experts why did you go to a doctor and a wine merchant and not a guy on a bus and that undid Owned. the whole argument. Then he was I so Owned. I, I want to slap the offer. Yeah, you should. I really want to slap the offer for this shit. <laughs> I have to like... read this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to slap him too. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, and in the meantime, uh, uh, everyone's favourite turf, who is not Jermaine Greer, but some other name I can't remember, uh, kills herself, but Detective Matlock thinks that, uh, he, that she didn't kill herself. That there's something else going on. Oh, no. Wait, what happened? No. The, the, turf, no. the turf died. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Rest in piss. Got, mm. This this better not be going where I think it's going, Rob. Um, mm. 
Well, the next bit is that uh, evil company boss of communication sandwich, communication sandwich fishing fleet, uh, invites Sexy Malika to Russia to meet his boss. Da da da. Who knows who the boss is? Lenin. Uh, yeah, so at this point, nobody cares about the actual content of the England referendum anymore and not about a very important uh, Bank of England report uh, because they're all on their dang phones doing hashtags. Uh, thought mm. Detective Matlock, the nation wasn't a nation, just a collection of tribes. How's he spelling thought, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, blah, blah. There's some other bit that's really incredibly boring and irrelevant. Um, oh, and at this, at this point, that the, the popular radical historian who wanted to do the posthumous trial of Samuel, Samuel Pepys, you remember the guy from the 18th century? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's now mm-hmm. also dead by murder. Uh, and hate oh. to be dead by murder. Yeah. Mm. And another person also dead. Uh, it, it's incel uh, Wotan the Orkslayer. Uh, who is also dead now, and they're all mm. dead in exactly the same way with a hole beaten in to the be back fair, of their head. I mean, to be fair, Rob, if I was in a Ben Elton book, I would also kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you would also a hole in the back of their head. <laughs> is Stalin behind this? They may as well just zip themselves up into a suitcase at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm genuinely just thinking that if Alistair was in this book, he would have found a way to get that suitcase around himself and get that billet in the back of his skull. <laughs> this is dire. This is terrible. I'm running around the, the streets of uh, the too many gendered streets of London and just yelling at any passersby, please just end my life, shoot me in the head. <laughs> I've realised I'm in a Ben Elton, but please. <laughs> <laughs> Trapped in a Ben Elton novel, send help. <laughs> um, that would actually be a really good novel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the most realistic thing that's happened so far is that we're about three quarters of the way of the book, and essentially uh, the police investigation has consisted of talking to two people going to the morgue and having ineffectual bands in the car and not solving anything. Uh-huh. So I think that is the yeah, most realistic like- thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the England in campaign is restarted yet again because two of the ministers in charge of the thing who are only called by their first name because you're not only allowed to use second names in Whitehall anymore because that people are afraid that that constitutes class privilege. This is also a funny gag that just keeps, keeps coming back. Um, uh, because uh, and the marketing guy they've hired is really worried uh, that they want to talk about economics rather and issues rather than celebrity endorsements. Uh, the marketing guy thinks that this is dumb. Once a government starts working on the assumption that content and substance were more important than image and branding, uh, uh, who would be next? The BBC, the NHS? Would all those strange multinationals with names no one had ever heard of stop making incomprehensively enigmatic corporate adverts to play before the movie started on the aeroplane? This lunatic had to be stopped, not just for the sake of his own lucrative contract, but for the sake of the millions of contracts like it. So, you see... It is, it, uh, it is very fun how uh, Ben Elton's conception of what constitutes like even in a joking way constitutes class privilege is a surname and not you know yeah that's the actual class position yeah yeah Yeah. this fully feels like a a dipshit's choose your own idiocracy (laughs) 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 novelization of idiocracy yeah i would read the shit out of that like for fun i would read that 
<laughs> yeah, but specifically made for total dipshits as like the absolute target, like on all <laughs> levels, ironic and non-ironic. So idiocracy then? Yeah. No, somehow worse. Like, <laughs> I, 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 oh, just yeah, because it's British idiocracy. Because yeah. it's set in Britain. There you go, yeah. <laughs> Piss island idiocracy. There you go. God, you know, it's just dawned on me, if you did unironically just do idiocracy but convert it to Britain and do that as like a book, it would probably sell gangbusters. Oh, absolutely. Meanwhile, back in Russia, Malika was sorry not to see the Kremlin, but the Winter Palace ma- certainly made up for it. She was a very romantic person. That's good writing when they just tell you directly what the character is as a person instead of describing it. She was a very romantic you person. You can't just say how, how people feel. That makes me feel angry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a good bit. <laughs> she was a very romantic person, also a conservative and a monarchist, so she found the Who's imperial... That? So she found the imperial residence achingly evocative and sad. All she could think about when she and Julian visited were those poor imperial princesses, the last of the Romanov line, doomed daughters of a doomed Tsar, so pretty, so innocent, so naive, so vulnerable. So, so shepherded into Hitler. an underground bunker. <laughs> I would have <laughs> shot by Hitler. <laughs> I'm saluting. <laughs> Well, I've no more of that shot by Hitler chat. That was that was confined to <laughs> one Hit- episode. And Hitler shot them there. though. Yeah, that's he canon now. Yeah, yeah, it's canon. Yeah. No, that is it- not canon. You can know that is-, is not fucking canon. It David, is I'm sorry. It's pod law that Hitler yeah. shot the Romans. Yeah. It's not. Oh no, it's not. I'm sorry. It yeah, is. You, you, no, you're it not is. taking that away from me. No, no. Yeah, we are. No, you're right. not. You can't. Sorry, the numbers are against you, David. The people <laughs> have had a revolution. Exactly. The citizen Soviet has decided that Hitler shot the Romanovs. I will absolutely dissolve that citizen Soviet from my position as Marshal of the, the Union of Soviets and fully <laughs> fucking correct this matter in good time. And then will you, will you be off to represent the entire Red Army at the buffet? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Right, so afterwards, Malika and Julian go to dinner with her, with his Russian bosses. Uh, she doesn't like them because they're all loud gangsters and uh, girlfriends are hookers with skimpy dresses on. Um, and she's oh, yeah, the worst thing about <laughs> the worst thing about fucking Russian oligarchs is that they're gauche. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and she is actually quite upset that Julian and her are working on a referendum on behalf of Russia because that's just not right. This was different, a foreign power gleefully and shamelessly influencing the very internet marketing company employed by one side in an English election was go to prison stuff. I love the specification of English election there to make it okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Because, you know, if you you do it to a South American nation, it's all fine. But you don't do that to England. Yeah, I was going to say, like, are we conveniently forgetting that maybe Russian elections were interfered in? And what that may have led Constantly, to. Who's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so and that only led to good things until we stopped thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> Is this book going to lead to Juan Gallardo actually finally taking lead of a government? <laughs> um, no, but at the end of the dinner, uh, Julian and the Russian thugs get very drunk and he's no longer charming and roguish, but actually like just a step bog standard cunt. Uh, so before they adjourn mm. to their su- su- uh, suite, she thinks, uh, sorry, broskies before hoskies, she thought. See? Uh. Comedy. That genuinely made me want to die. <laughs> 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 
uh, right. So more people get murdered. More people behind hashtags get murdered. Uh, God, I wish that uh, was not me. enough fucking people get murdered, in my opinion. <laughs> is this is this anti hashtag action? Uh, no, well, uh, I don't even know. Well, I, what was that? What was that fucking terrible film where it's like if you used an emoji, you like get killed by some guy with a weird face? Because that feels like what this is like. Alluding to uh, for some reason, except no, for that hashtags. was uh, no, that, that was Harry Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so she no longer is in love with uh, her creepy boss uh, because communication sandwich turns out to be an instrument of Russian espionage and covert propaganda. And by the way, that that is being concealed from uh, the people running the actual England out referendum because they are true believers. And it's very clearly stated that like the, even the England out true believers would not feel good about working with Russia and they might actually cancel the ad <laughs> contract this or whatever is, it is. This is so far the funniest joke that he has managed to concoct. <laughs> yeah, it's the idea that these people would be uncomfortable working with Russia. Yeah, so she immediately assumes that he's going to have her killed or- well i mean they did they did give uh they did give fucking chris what's his name food poisoning didn't they <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see bloody blah, blah. chris bryant uh, that's the yeah. fucker oh yeah yeah they did yeah, yeah. <laughs> big plate full of hammers who could have possibly seen this coming <laughs> Yeah, meanwhile, back on Love Island, it turns out that it's really boring to have uh, Generation Rainbow on the show rather than <sighs> just cis people, uh, because what it turns out is that if you put people of a bunch of different genders and sexual identities in the same room or island, whatever it is, um, then they don't, an island. they don't fight each other. They just talk a bunch and hang out. Uh, so oh she- no what a terrible future where people can just get on with each other that sounds fucking terrible yeah but it's not good television so what <laughs> no, she no but like right oh but no Ben Elton Ben Elton spent years learning how to operate in like a, a society where like men essentially prey on women but in a sort of like in a fun way and now he now you're telling him he's gonna have to like learn to talk to people instead I mean yes. come on he's an old yeah, man he didn't, he didn't go to school for that he can't, yeah, he can't, fig- he can't figure that out at his age. Just leave him alone. Ben, El- ben Elton is completely in- incapable of conceiving of, like, a funny joke that, like, has anything to do with a trans person that isn't just outright offensive, like that guy who said that he knows trans women are women because he can't make them come either. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so what Haley, the producer, does is she creates tensions within the group, especially essentially to make all the non-cis people hate the two, the cis couple, um, and that creates tension and that drives up the viewership again. So what I she's mean, doing inside a small group is creating artificial divisions. You see, there's like a parallel going on here. You see? You see what's happening? There's a little parallel. Do you see it? Did you catch it? That little no. parallel? Okay, good. Yeah, it's like poetry at rhymes, yeah. <laughs> no, sorry, I was busy pulling out my own toenails. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. This is If this was George Lucas, the names would be more creative. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's uh, true. Yeah, it is, it is at that the point. That Grease <laughs> Tog and Elan Sleaze began all crossover. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to I spend £5,000 to stay at a fucking Ben, en- ben Elton-themed hotel. <laughs> An immersive Ben Elton-themed hotel. Uh, I think that's just a police station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so, uh, but then in another shocking twist, uh, they, the two, all the lights go out and all the plugs get pulled on the Love, in the Love Island studio, and the only two heteros on the island are also murdered, and another guy gets murdered, or commits suicide, Frankly, it's not clear. good. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, it is at this point that, like, our brave detective Matlock is saying, like, it can't, surely it can't be a coincidence all these so-called suicides and murders that happen in nearly exactly the same way. Surely this is not a coincidence, but everybody's like, well, that can't be true because they were n- not nice people. Uh, so I promise you we ca- we're closing up on the end of this thing. So there's a debate between Prime Minister definitely not May and Bunter definitely not Boris uh, on the question of the referendum uh, to whether or not England stays in and because that vote's happening in a few days. And this, I'll read it to you because it's clearly put together as like a a winning speech, like your everybody in the audience, even Prime Minister not May, is impressed by this Boris speech. And I'll just read you a little bit about it. Uh, and if I were not a white straight bloke, if I'd been born gay or black or in the body of a man with the soul of a woman or even more plus size than I am or vegan or all those things together, then that is who I would be. Or oh, vegan? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, man. Can we, can we add vegan to L- the uh, LGBTQ? Because <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like a V would be a good fit. But what I would be proud to be is English, an identity that I can share not only with people who look like me or have sex like me or purchase the same cruelty-free product as me or wear the same size clothes products as me, but with everybody, with all the different identities of this great and scepted Albion, which is our collective home. Bunter Jolly was channeling his inner fucking statesman. He was harnessing the zeitgeist. He was making the zeitgeist his bitch. Yeah, much much like what I am with this fuck? tedious novel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, John Romero will make your zeitgeist his bitch. <laughs> have you ever considered that all those social material contradictions you have can actually be subsumed within the empty shell of nationalism? Makes you think. Yeah, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna strenuously debate Mr. Elton in the marketplace of ideas. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> wow! That is, uh, well, that is not fucking making it through the edit. <laughs> Holy shit. That'll just be for us. Suddenly, <laughs> and if by magic, uh, D- Detective Matlock has managed to waste his whole department's budget, and instead of the three of them, there's now literally a hundred guys doing CSI computer magic to see if they can spot. Whether or not the killer in all the murders and suicides is where is wearing the exact same jumper. Because if the killer's wearing the exact same jumper and hat, then we can identify him and then it proves they're not suicides. I was gonna say, wasting the budget, that's one way to defund the police. This sounds like Sherlock Holmes has had a stroke. What the <laughs> fuck like? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh, you just you just know that Sherlock Holmes had a fucking Twitter account. That 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 guy would be absolutely just seen off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely right. But I mean, what the, what the fuck is the if the jumper fits, you must acquit. Is that the fucking? <laughs> <laughs> well, convict. Um. Uh, so he blew his departmental budget. The team, which had so far basically been just him and his two sidekicks, was now a hundred strong and equipped with as many computers. Their first task was to watch and watch again every single <laughs> CCTV moment that had been recorded within a thousand meters of all ten deaths during the evening's blah de blah uh, and to note down and describe every single person who appeared. 
He so hasn't how... said it in there, but he basically alluded to going on the computer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I, I do. So is, the co- is the, the murderer? The... Is the murderer Noel Edmonds? <laughs> <laughs> No, there's a no. It's an agent of Noel Edmonds. There's yeah. a Noel Edmondsy kind of stand-in person who's also murdered. Whose plot I haven't described. It's too boring and long. Um, but he also gets murdered because he is actually rapey, but pretends he's not and serves the woke bandwagon until he's kicked out for actually being a rapey person. But that doesn't really catch the world's attention because everybody else is looking at the fake news, not the real news. So oh, you said inside job there, but what you meant was inside blob. <laughs> no. no. No, we're not profaning bo- blobby like that. <laughs> I recently had to explain Mr. Blobby to my partner who's not from the UK. And boy, was that a fucking difficult thing to approach. Yeah. Did, did, you, did you get the question, but why? Several <laughs> times. I showed, I showed her a picture. Like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? Yeah, but don't worry about it. N- n- none of this CSI shit is actually uh, necessary because um, uh, sexy hot computer programmer Malika, her conscience is torn in half, so she goes to her old school friend who is actually one of the police side characters, very handily, uh, and she confesses mm-hmm. to her in Soho House, uh, the exclusive members club, because I think that's literally the only place Ben Elton knows about. Um Mm. So this is the confession. Malika leaned in once more. It was actually the Russians. It's been the Russians all along. Our Discord is their Discord. When Baines got murdered and the feminists started claiming that all men were murdered, 90% of the internet traffic on that was generated by us. But really, it was 90% Vladimir Putin. He was stirring the UK pot via a criminal gang who are paymasters to my boss, my boyfriend. When that weird homophobic Christian couple... Yeah, it's called the fucking Tory party, you fucking <laughs> yeah, come on, we know what this is, yeah. Like... <laughs> How's the... the weather in St. Petersburg? <laughs> <laughs> I like when that line about, this... like, our Discord, their Discord is our Discord. Imagine if, like, Vladimir Putin was on Discord. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Vladimir Putin joining the marketplace of ideas to play on the Politburo streams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vladimir, sorry, you still have to pay our Patreon first before you can get into very, yes. our very exclusive Discord. I mean, Rob, doesn't he effectively pay enough of our Patreon already to justify it? <laughs> I know, but it's been so hard I to mean, get the fucking I mean, checks out of them. When we, yeah, when we started the Left Wing podcast, I was given all sorts of promises about fucking Russian dark money and Soros money, and I've not seen a fucking penny of it yet. Yeah. Well, thank you, President Xi, at least. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That, that's a man who pays on time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, so like none of that computer work was necessary. They were just given the the answers to the story uh, just straight away, uh, because um, most of the online abuse wasn't actually from gay people at all. It was us. It was the Russians stirring up Middle England to righteous fury. So you know, England actually okay and cool with different identities. If only the wicked Russians and hashtags didn't exist, then England would be a great civilization. So hang on, mm. it's 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 the FSB doing the murders, is that it? Yes, the FSB is doing yeah, the murders. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay, that's not as bad as I thought it would be. It wasn't, it wasn't angry gay people online, it was just two guys over to see a cathedral. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't the very obvious trope direction that this could have gone. Yeah, yeah okay. It wasn't a J.K. Okay. Rowland novel. <laughs> <laughs> or like any horror rev- film. 
from the 60s Plus and Jamie's 70s. review. Jamie's <laughs> review on the Amazon marketplace. <laughs> Two stars, it wasn't a JK Rowling novel. <laughs> Robert Galbraith, I like how that sorry. could be interpreted in two ways. Uh, <laughs> right. So, at the end of the book, Malika tries to get Julian to confess on tape that he likes doing treason uh, while the police listens in. <laughs> uh, I'm going to picture that as entirely just walking up to him with a fucking dictaphone and going, Do you like doing treason? <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, That's how I'm going to my big hat. Now. It is. I'm going to start approaching people like that in real life. Yeah, every, everyone knows the way you get people to confess to doing treasons is you start a podcast with them. That's like the way in to do it. <laughs> See, and the cop laughs at that. Fantastic. Carry All on. right, well, let me let me read you then a little bit of this very subtle interrogation <laughs> by the very sexy, very intelligent computer programmer. No, um, no, don't. don't. We're, 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 we're nearly finished. Just, just rattle past it. <laughs> Are you sure? It's really good. <laughs> it's not though is it no it's fucking terrible <laughs> yeah alright for the sake of our listeners uh, I'll be kind and, and skittle past it essentially like Julian figures out because she's very terrible at lying that she, she ran working... up to him with a dictaphone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, what she did was she startled him into confessing no, she's she... standing there it... and as she's speaking he just glances up at the boom mic that's lowering <laughs> wearing, wearing that giant cowboy hat with the camera in it that Homer uses to try and fucking like rumble the cricky moth <laughs> now it turns out that Julian knew that he that she betrayed him all along uh, and, and had called his Russian agents to kill her off but the killers don't kill her <sighs> they only kill him uh, why? Because, and this is just in the last chapter, uh, it turns out they'd only killed Julian because Julian knew too much and Malika was just following his orders. So, like, that's why they didn't kill her. Because the FSB oh, yeah. got specific instructions to only kill one person and not two. And you know what happens they, to... Mm -hmm. I was going to say, famously the FSB, very merciful in that way, would not mm. definitely push a bit further. Just fucking. It was a Friday afternoon, and they would like they were fucking clocking off soon. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. I, I'm not doing two extrajudicial murders when the paper literally only specifies yeah. one has to die. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, bloody. I didn't pack, I didn't pack enough plastic sheeting. The, the, All right, just, fuck it, you do it. I'm staying in the car. Blood, <laughs> bloody <laughs> KSB union thugs, not willing to do a little bit of overtime. Well, so they call it Soviet Union for a reason. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. So uh, let me, and that essentially ends the plot. So let me give you, you know, what happened, uh, essentially. Uh, Malika gets to keep. Care. Oh, yeah, if you'd like to actually explain what happened in this book, now's the time because I still have a fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> I read there was, it, I there was a, a bunch clue. of murders. There was a bunch of murders. And there was a like, bunch of posts. It, it proved, there was a bunch of murders and posts, and it proved that, like, Brexit was a bad idea. Oh, That's okay. Basically, the gist of it, like. Right. Mick and also that, like, things were, things were best. When Ben Elton was young, in like fucking inverted commas, in the in the eighties, you know. Mick Matlock retired from police work. He'd been intending to do a few more years, but changed his mind. Uh, the death of one of the pe many people in this book had done nothing to diminish what? the. I fucking I I hate when films end like this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if it's a true if it's a true story, then by all means tell me what happened to like fucking Richard Nixon or whatever after he fucking like met Forrest Gump. That's like you know that's relevant. Because that actually happened, but if it's like you know you've just made up made up some fucking film about like a bunch of shit that didn't happen, and then you go, oh, and then this guy was never seen again. It's like, well, why? Because the film was over. Do you know what I mean? Like fucking. <laughs> 
He found himself tasked with pursuing the prosecution of Richard II, who in 1396 had married Isabella of Valois, who had been six at the time, and he thought, fuck it, and left. He is enjoying more time with his wife and trying to get his school punk band, brackets, Sticky Zits, back together for a reunion gig. This man loves naming things, terrible jokes, and that nobody gets but him. Yeah. I mean, those, you know, glass houses, etc., but they are particularly shit. England out what narrowly won the referendum, but the process of trying to disentangle the United Kingdom proved so long and so complicated, the sunlit, sunlit uplands so elusive, that eventually everybody just quietly forgot about it and Britain kept bumbling on. Oops, <laughs> how did that one work out, pal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that went. Well, he certainly owned those, like, fictional characters, do you know what I mean, that he invented. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine set writing an entire book to set up a slam dunk and then just whiffing it like yeah. the absolute last <laughs> second. Uh, Sam, and this is the last line of the book, Samuel Pepys, he of the 18th century, got six years mm-hmm. and his name was entered in the sex offenders register. The end. Ha 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 Seen off. Yeah. yeah. Take that. Take that, you... That fucking, do you know what I mean? Owned, owned fictional historians everywhere. Yeah, Yeah. take that, you diarist Better not come round, better not come round Ben Elton's gaff again. He'll fucking, he'll be at you. (laughs) Owned by facts and logic. I'm disappointed in that novel. It needed more statues going in harbours. It did. But then everything (laughs) needs that. So yeah, that's uh, that's Ben Elton's fine book. Uh, You know, I'm sure you've all uh, loved loved being part of it. The fucking... The 20 odd years since I last read any of his work hasn't fucking improved them any. <laughs> yeah, so that's your podcast for this week. I hope you all feel yeah, uh, champion. F- f- feel entertained. <laughs> Mind how you go. Yeah. <laughs> was this worth it, Sinan? Was it, was, this, was, was it worth it to do this? Absolutely. I will right, never wh- turn down any cursed book. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah, and well, from it's now on... Because now you, can, now you can plug your shit, Sinan. Oh yeah, um, you should check out me and Jamie mm-hmm. on Peace at Home podcast, where yes. I melt people's brains about Turkey, and we have a very good bonus episode out as of recording, where I explain the time the president of Turkey sued someone for making a meme comparing him to Gollum, <laughs> and the Turkish courts had to determine whether Gollum was good or bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good podcast, folks. Please yeah. listen to it. A hundred years in the making. Yeah, li- yeah, literally a hundred years in the making. Also, you yeah. can catch me Gollum, on uh, Gollum yeah. kills a lot of people, but he also helps a lot of people get to work on time, so it's impossible <laughs> to say whether he's bad or good. Yeah, I can't believe that the Turkish Constitutional Court actually published a judgment with that exact phrase in it. That's the... <laughs> <laughs> it was the wor- <laughs> Why don't the Turks just take the eagles to work? I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> what is it President Erdogan take the eagles to his palace? That's, that's the question everyone's asking. <laughs> Is it is it Erdogan the Grey or Erdogan the White is a question I've got. No, I think he's the Grey at the moment. He's doing his whole thing where he's trying to look big and important because he's got uh, Ukraine and Russia negotiating in Turkey. So he's doing he's doing the thing where he's like, I'm very important and not at all a man who loses his shit at any small slight. <laughs> also, you can uh, you can catch me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Crusader. It's YouTube dot com slash c slash sk the crusader i just released a new video about moral panics which you know this book was not not a thing that um relates to that at all 
but it almost did if he'd gone the tropey way it almost mm-hmm. would have related to one of the more famous moral panics but check out that video and uh what else am i on oh um i guess i'm on twitter but you know that's... do not go on twitter yeah, yeah. yeah. do, do, do not go yeah. on twitter.com yeah. bad idea if, bad idea but if you are on there just uh, at the Sinankos. i'm the one with the long hair and uh I'm probably going to be calling someone a cunt on there at some point. Probably right and after d- this, actually. To, um, to be totally honest, if in doubt, just read the timeline. You'll know. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm, definitely, I'm definitely going to be calling someone a cunt right <laughs> after this on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> actually, not on, I've looked. Or better yet, um, don't call them a cunt, because you never know. You, too, might be the victim of a very sexy Pakistani lady and her Russian backers. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, Much to be- think about. Oh, what, yeah. what a shame. Damn, my DMs are open, so... <laughs> yeah. Um. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so as far as going forward, like Rob said, this is his last week here um, before he fucks Ever. off on a long holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, after this fucking tonight, yeah. You can't fire um, me, right I quit. Into the Atlantic. <laughs> so uh, we will have a slightly reduced schedule coming up. We will be on for the next four weeks after this. You will still get your bonus episodes, so don't worry about that. And then we'll be taking a couple of weeks off where we'll maybe fill the gap a little bit with like a Black Thoughts. There might be a release of a free of a premium episode, possibly. We don't quite know yet. But um, in the meantime, the streams will continue until, until morale improves. So twitch.tv forward slash praxiscast for that. And for bonus episodes, um, of which we have many now, and more to come, like I said, over the next month. Um, Patreon.com forward slash PraxisCast. So find us there. Um, you can get us on Twitter at PraxisCast, and you can find the rest of us from that. And yeah, we'll see you again next week. See you soon, folks. Bye. See you, everyone. See Bye. Bye. Bye.